Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. You know, sometimes childhood and teenhood is your your most authentic self, even though it feels like you're so confused and so ass backwards, but you feel your feelings, you express them, you go against everything that everyone says the rules are, like, uh, like you push everything, like it's so liberating to watch, and then we grow up to put ourselves in these fucking boxes. Drop it like a hat, drop it like a hat, drop it like a hat. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. everybody. Um, I'm just going to lay this out there that it's a Tuesday podcast and we're killing it on the podcast um, front. Um, uh, it's easy. It's fun. We don't promote it enough on Instagram. So if you guys will do that for us, that'd be really great if you just tag that we have a podcast and link your favorite episode. I don't know what we'll do for you, but I will do something for you. Like I'll find something fun for you. Well, you know, it was, it was like, it was like, um, you know, people that are really, um, 
PR prepped, you can yeah. tell whether they're podcast people or TV or authors. And I was watching an author on, um, wait, how can you tell? Because they know what to say and how to say it. So even oh. when we're on a podcast and you'll notice that people that are really professional now, their podcasts may have a lot less listens and viewers than us, by the way. Yeah. But they're, what's wrong? Just make sure that's plugged in because it doesn't say it's charging, but like, I don't know. You know when the charger doesn't tell you, it's just the butt. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Um, yes. Um, some people are just perfect. Like they just have a professional way. So, and, and uh, we recently did a podcast with someone and at the end she had the exact lingo that she probably says at the end of every podcast. If you like this podcast and you want to support this podcast, um, subscribe, share, you know what I mean? How oh, they do all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so today I was watching one of the housewives of Utah. Yeah. She was on breakfast television, which is our morning show that Kat and I have Sorry, been co-hosting. Sorry, the Utah girl mm-hmm. was on breakfast uh-huh. television? Uh-huh. Yeah. Why? Because she's promoting her book. Shit. Yeah. And um, she said we should have been on that one that day. Uh, yes, I know. And I mean, they talked a lot about like the juicy stuff on on um, on her episode. But uh, she said there's actually a lot of Mormons in Canada. Oh, so shocking. <laughs> I know. So hence why, like, she's like, I love Canada, because even though she's like not a Mormon anymore, she obviously still relates. To, that's how she was raised. So she knows, you know, the people. And she's like, I love Canada. So obviously she had to come do promotion here for it. But she said in her thing which we know but we ver- we we might have said it twice um is that for a new author the pre-order is so important which is to support. so weird it's like, weird we never even talked about it yeah we don't, you know we don't talk about a lot that uh-huh. way i know because like we're just it's like it's like it's like we just are we've always just been and we just are and it you know it may not be like the most effective way to run a business but it's just so authentic to us and I, it's it must be some reason that we're still here 10 years later I know and but if you do want to share that for us yes because, please I mean people out. still post our, our book and I'm like wow I forgot I about that yeah it's so yeah bad. I was saying to Kat recently because I was you know when you just have these thoughts usually when you're driving the car or in your case Kat it's usually when you're in the shower and I always was in the shower thinking that when Kat and I started what we started people are always like like what was the plan there wasn't a plan it was just there was a space that we felt um what there was a void in and we wanted if we couldn't find it we thought like other people want it too and this was not a thought out thing this no. is just like if we need something we then you create it um and I was thinking about uh, I mean it's it's a shame, but there has been so many either duos or mom businesses that have come and gone within the decade that we've been doing it. And it's like, we just, this is like, you know, we're not like braggers or whatever, but it's just the truth is we have continued to ascend through our, our career, like ascending, like we don't, we often don't make like less one year than we made the year before. And our, our schedules get the, the opportunities get bigger. The, and, and it just, it's crazy how it just keeps going and it hasn't plateaued. Touch wood. Although I don't, I don't believe in touching wood. Like I don't believe in that shit, but yet yeah, like I, I, I thank you for saying that. And But I also <laughs> think it has so much to do with not only it's like sometimes it's hard when people are like, you know, how have you been, how have you been successful? I'm so sick of how we started. I just don't no, even, I know. Now I just want to lie. I know. Like, but it's like, I don't know. We just started. I don't know. I know it's part of the journey. Well, and it's also so interesting for people that want to know, how did you get, like, how the fuck did you start this thing? Yes, we've said it a hundred times, but from someone who's interviewing us for the first time, it's like, how did this happen? Like, Do you think we'll ever forget? 
No, because we've said it so many times. I know. I'm like, do you think the details will uh, once I did it actually differently once? Remember? And I'm, we, now we just, just try to make a fake story. No, I, you're like, I never heard that way before. Mm. You and I kind of, as a jokingly, try to mix shit up and just so, be like yeah. to go differently. It's and it boring would, for us to say the same thing the same way. It's like singing your top hits as a pop star. Oh my gosh, right? And so, we're like, sing it, and they're like, I'm so sick of this song. But the one thing that I've that I, I did realize back in the day was. Um, it's very easy to say like, no, or I don't want to do that. Or that seems like, that seems really hard or really difficult. And I think a lot of moms, like sometimes some moms that start businesses, it's something they start on the side where, when they have, um, they have a support somewhere else. Yeah. So it's money. E- yeah. Money. So it's easier for them to like pass up opportunities where I have always noticed no matter whether we were pregnant or we had babies or we were tired or we were on the edge of losing our fucking minds. And this is maybe not the best advice to give a woman and a mother, but we never, ever said, no like we said I think it's easier because there's two of us to be honest with you I do feel like if there was I think that if you do feel alone I think just the unique support system is what makes us successful because I feel like a lot of women don't like whether it's encouragement whether it's like fuck it whether you know you can push each other along like whatever it is I do feel like there's you're you're right 100 there is a a, another accountability that it would be so much harder alone like there's been so many times you're right where you're just like Fuck. We ran into someone um, in the airport once and she has been doing the business like as long as we have for so, so long. And she's successful in her, in her, in her category. And she saw us in the airport and she's like, you guys are so lucky. Like she has to do a lot of travel and stuff. And she's yeah. like, but I'm alone. So you're so right in that way. But the side note to that is like, that's a great idea. But also it is so hard to find a partner that you can have longevity with in business because things come up. I know. And you have to have the same kind of, you have to have the same kind of commitment. Yeah. Because one of them can be like, I just don't want to do this anymore. You know? Oh, and then the other one's like, well, fuck, I'm not, I can't do this alone. Like we started this together. I guess we're lucky that we don't have a thing to start. Like we don't have a thing. Like we don't have like a, you know, a product or like a, well, we do have a product, but we don't have like a, like a thing, you know? And And we, we we are the thing. And I know, which is like different than, then, you know, be, oh God, can you imagine we had started this when we were not married oh. or like, and just what those conversations would have been. It and, also would have been such oh. a juicy story to follow. Cause we would have uh, met our husbands, gotten pregnant, had gotten pregnant, gone through like our postpartum. Would we have been, we, you know what? We probably would not have been like, if you guys could have known us back then we were different people, literally like same core. Like mm-hmm. same, like a lot of the same. Okay, here, who the fuck is at my front door? Um, same. Okay, I have an analogy. Mm-hmm. We were inside. It's like it's like we're our teenage selves now. Yeah. So we we grew we grew up and like paused the teenagehood of who we are, like our internal teenager, and we pretended to be mm-hmm. a, what a wife mm-hmm. and a mother are supposed to be, mm-hmm. and that that gave us the ics. Mm-hmm. And it was like, mm, this isn't what we, and that's why I think when we say motherhood was so hard, yeah. I don't know if it was so hard or we just weren't who we were. Yes. Yes. So we gave up as such a huge part of us to become something I'll never forget. It that's was a really good point. The first time I had, when I had my baby, um, Olivia and she was one years old and it, when she turned one, it was like September. Yeah. 
And I remember it's kind of for in Canada, it's a pivotal moment because often people go back to school or back to back to um, after a year, you you kind of have to make a decision. Am I staying? Am I going? What am I doing? I actually remember for this when you weren't sure. I wasn't sure because like maybe not at the year, but before you're like, I don't, I mean, I, I don't know if I'll go back. I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm like, please fucking don't. And I remember September came and I, I've never felt so lonely because September has such a, a, an invigoration of new and mm. people going back to school and work and, you know, like, um, putting in like, you know, new outfits and you get your highlighter. Like it, it's for me, especially when I worked on the school board for so long, it's, it was such a renewal of time. And Wasn't that also a time when I left you? I think you left and that's when I joined the gym because yeah. I, I had I remember just being like, what? The, like, it's yeah. such a mind fuck because you have this person that you, you love so much, but you give up yourself mm-hmm. to take care of them. And it's not right or wrong. It's just, and I don't think anyone knows what that feels like except a mom when you look at this person and you're like, okay, so I'm either putting you in daycare, I'm hiring a nanny, mm-hmm. or it's me. And if it's me, I'm, I'm essentially stepping out. Like I'm tapping out like see ya. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being like, so not, I, I, I've never been depressed. So I don't know what that feels like, but, um, just like melancholy, melancholy, yeah. melancholy, just kind of like, yeah. but now what? Yeah. Now what? And I remember my days were filled with walks, mm, Starbucks. Endless. I didn't even like Starbucks. I would endless. drink half of it. I would just go spend $5 on a latte yeah. as far I could walk as far as I could to get a latte and walk back. And then I was like, maybe I'll go to the gym and it killed me to put her in daycare, but I did it. And luckily you did it because it took a lot of years, but you finally convinced me to do it. You were already like versed in it. So you were like, it's fine. Like you need a friend to tell you like, it's fine. But you know what I was just thinking when you were saying that is like, I don't know this for sure. And it never really crossed my mind. And it's not very self-aware of me to not, but like there might be a part of me that wanted to get pregnant really quickly so I wouldn't have to face the, the decision to go back because I'm pregnant and I have a, like I got pregnant when Taylor was like nine months or 10 months so I already had my next plan going I didn't have to think about what I was going to do because there's nothing I could do let's take a quick break because that's very ass take, take a quick break planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hold up. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Nat. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of us, what we do is like, uh, like deny and push away. Like we, you and I like create situations that, you know, we're really probably, um, if we were, we were to go to therapy, they'd probably be like your coping mechanism is to <laughs> deny, avoid and create fun so that you don't have to think about it. It's like yeah. create distraction. We look at yeah. this We look at that. Like, you know what? Things are boring. Book a trip to LA. Yeah. Things are this. Fuck it. Let's go. But yeah. you know, and then when Kat was getting pregnant, like, so now I got my two babies and she's like, well, I'm going to have my second kid. I'm like, well, fucking shit. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to not have a baby you know you have a baby i know we're like teen, we were like teen like idiots like oh, it's just oh, it's another baby. baby and not even thinking about like infert because back then i know like 11 13 years ago people still weren't talking about mm-hmm. infertility like mm-hmm. it wasn't like a thing and, to, and our friends were just starting to get pregnant so oh, we were just starting my, to talk about it my friends weren't even like my max yeah you're right just with their first mm-hmm. so we're like three years in and some of them aren't even like married yet like we're going to weddings with preg- like you know so I'm actually so thankful in a way that I didn't know so much about infertility and this is very like insensitive for anyone who's listening but I cannot like it's my it's me and Kat's experience so I'll say this is like that we didn't even consider we didn't even consider that you might not be able to get pregnant. And no, so, I thought you 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 like pulled yeah. the goalie and yeah. you got pregnant right away. Like you didn't, I didn't even know there was like a a time you yes. could get pregnant. We didn't know about the timing and the temperatures. Mm-mm. And then Mm-mm. and then our friends started having babies and they were telling us all about how they weren't getting pregnant. We were like, oh my god, this is a thing. You track shit. Yeah, no, but, it, but, it's a mind fuck. The whole thing is a mind it, fuck, and we weren't ourselves. No, we, we took weren't. a long time to just be okay with who we are because mm-hmm. you, when you become a mom, especially 13 years ago when social media wasn't like prevalent, there's an expectation of who you who you should be, mm-hmm. and I think there was like a I think. We, we just played like a role we and like our, our husbands were like, this is great. Oh and yeah. I don't even know. We talk. I don't even, I don't even know what Mark and I talked about back then. Like, I don't, I don't even know what I had to offer back then. Like, what did I do? What did we actually I do? I, I, I planned a lot of farm trips. Yeah. I planned a lot of pumpkin patches. I remember talking about Mark's work. 
I, I, oh, so I probably did the same. You did yeah. too. Yeah. So let, tell me about your day. Yeah. And what do we say? Nothing. No. Wow. That's crazy. Want to talk about that part? Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all we really had to think about and talk about was them, our babies. Like, <laughs> and, our and, and our husbands don't want to talk about the babies. But you know, it's so funny is it did take so long for us to just be, be able to be open about ourselves. And I think like a good example of that was when we started being open and um, being more public, a lot of people would ask like if we had suffered with postpartum anxiety had ever been on medication and, and for years I said no <laughs> and you totally supported me in that you're like I'm totally fine with you not saying anything even though we both knew it would be very helpful to like for someone like us in the, in the public eye to be able to just be open and honest but but I had this weird sense that if I if I tell people that I had that I had postpartum anxiety and I did go on medication then people might look at me like I'm like like not sick but like the word isn't weak, but that's what it felt like in my head is like, I don't want people to look at me and be like, oh, she had a hard time. Well, I just, by the way, it wasn't like you weren't, it's not like, like your family knew, but it wasn't like mm-mm. they were, it, it wasn't like, how can I su- like support you? It's mm-mm. like, okay, do something about this and move mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Like take, it, the it's not like it was, um, how do I put this? It's not like it was a normalized call. If you're not, if it's not normal in your house, it can't be normal in public. You can't and, say it for the first time in no. public. And it's kind of like, it's a conversation that you now talk about, but for a long time, it was just sort of like, and I have anxiety percent on my medication. Like it was like very like, and then done. Yeah. Even, even for so long, even people would ask me, we'd be like, I'd be like, no. Mm-hmm. And you were losing your shit there for a little bit. But then I think I was like, get back on your fucking meds. Yeah, no. But even the first time, I never... No, I mean the fourth time. Oh, the fourth time, yes. And then we, I remember we were driving down to Stephen and Chris to do a TV show. That was... And, and I was like, why, why aren't we not on medication? And actually, then you go off sometimes and don't tell me. And then you'll call me and I go, are you on your medication? You're like, no. I'm like, get on your fucking medication. That was one of the worst days ever first of all we had um, it was one of the worst days ever for me and I didn't even have a new yeah newborn I felt and I also felt because when you're out of your mind it's hard to feel and I remember feeling I there were so many people on I didn't feel connected to you well you were gone and but I was looking at you and then I remember you're like I need to go get something to eat and you left and went and got sushi and I was like oh my god because oh, fun fact I pass out if I don't mm. eat and it was a lot worse I've actually gotten a lot better I don't know how but it was so bad that and you know, when you feel like you're going to faint, you feel like you're going to shit your pants, barf and faint all at the same time. And it's a terrible, terrible, it's the worst feeling in the Someone world. Someone was with you. Somebody that we, I don't know if it was your mom, but you went with somebody downstairs. And I remember your mom was here. Yeah. I, yeah. But your mom was there too. Cause they had to bring all the kids. Holy fuck. Or either somebody brought all the kids and we had all our kids. Plus we had like 10 other kids. And I remember. Fun fact. My neighbors was a model. Yep. And I, I wanted to connect with you because I wanted you to look at me and tell me everything was okay. We were also driving downtown in a car and you're like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, just look at me. And you're like, I don't know what's like. And I'm like, just look at me. And you couldn't. Mm-mm. I'm like I can't and I'm like you need to get, like come with me and you're like I can't yeah. you're like there's something wrong with me yeah and I was like but then, I need and this was, and like, was so a national nervous. TV so show like, by the way a national our, TV show this was one of the biggest opportunities that we had and we have obviously accepted everything we will do all the fashion <laughs> we will bring in 20 child models we'll arrange absolutely everything all by ourselves and there are our own kids and I had, I mean, my baby was probably two months and my mom had to come on the TV show with my tiny baby. And it was just, and I remember my brain was what rattling. What did your mom think? I got in the car with my mom to drive home and I was just crying. And I was like, I don't think I can do any of this anymore. And I stopped by your house, I guess, to give you something. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. 
Yeah. I'm like, I can't, like, I'm losing my fucking mind. And, and I felt, I'm like, um, what do you need? And I'm you're like, like, money. Money will do and it. I'm like, <laughs> then I'm like, like, okay, <laughs> I'll go get us some. And, I, and a check showed up that day. Yes. That day. Yeah. That day a check showed up. And then I called someone. I'm like, hey, can we do a sp- sponsorship? We need money. And they're like, how much is she? And I guess she's like, I think we were like, I want, I'm like, I need, I think you were like, how much do you need? And I like 10, shot out a number and then we got that money. And then I was like, oh, wow, we are so fucking magical. I need to get on medication <laughs> and continue this job. I'm like, just do the med. I don't What? Why were you not? Well, did you not? Okay. In the case of when you don't know you need, med- I guess it's like me and ADHD. Like, when did you, why did you not think you needed it before we got to that point? Because I thought I only needed it. I thought it only happened to me after my first baby because when I went and had my second baby, I felt so much better than my first baby that I was like, oh, it was just a first time thing. Then I had Tucker, same thing. I mean, obviously I'm an anxious person like, and I would overthink things, but that's what I was always like. And so I thought it would never happen again. So when I had the fourth baby and it was happening again, I was surprised. And it took a long time. Mm-hmm. Like maybe oh, you probably just thought you were in postpartum and oh, you, and then I remember you looked at me and you're like, what if I had one too many? <sighs> Do you remember that? No. You're like, what, what if I, actually, what if I tipped the scale? You're like, what if I'm, oh, I'm in over my head? Yeah. And I was like, well, no, we're here. Mm-hmm. We're here now. So no. And I think I was pregnant. Like yeah. what a fuck? And I think you were like, just, and then you were like, you need help. I'm going to help you hire someone. Oh my someone. God, then I hired you a nanny. Oh my God. God, so like you got four babies under the age of six. You're fucking doing this business. Oh my god! I You're literally in your mind. I she interviewed someone for me. <laughs> oh my god! Start working for me. Oh my god! Oh my god! But I it fuck- was so true. I needed help. I fucking forgot that part. And then I interviewed your nannies and I hired someone. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And it oh was so god. helpful because you know, that baby. I that oh, that's kind. Of, that's you know. Wait. Um. That wait. Let's take a quick break and mm-hmm. that's planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Mm-hmm. Fixing shit is probably not always the best. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, so- you know, no, I know, but I just, when you said that, it just dawned on me. I'm like, oh my God, I don't like when things aren't 
good everywhere. I I fix it. You did, but you also were like, as a friend, you know, people close to you, if they're going through something that's really hard and they don't really know how to get out of it, your suggestion might be something bigger than you can imagine. Like your, the suggestion of asking for help, like that can take a lot for a woman to do. But when someone's like, just fucking do it. It's like when you told me to put the kid in daycare, I'm like, what the hell am I doing with these kids on me 24 seven? Like, <laughs> what did I think I had to do this? Like, just cause my mom did it doesn't mean that I have to do it. And my age gap, like my brother's seven years younger than me. And my other brother's three years older than me. Like my mom never had that four many kids that, under that six. Fast. So it oh was crazy. God, so- and, it, and it deserves help. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you, but I don't think that's what I was, th- I, you know, I just realized I'm like, okay, there's a problem. I'll, you all fix it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just realized that that's what I do. I just, mm-hmm. because I'm thinking of my, my child right now and I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, well, we'll read every book mm-hmm. and then I'll email every coach mm-hmm. and then I'll email every teacher and then, which isn't the best way to handle some things. But I think, wh- I don't know that it's not the best. It's a way. Is there yeah. really a best way? I don't think so. I mean, aren't you? No, maybe not. I guess, you know what though? I, it's so funny you say that because because um, I was such a proponent of uh, m- uh, my children understanding themselves to reach out for themselves, mm. like to actually advocate, to like understand who they are, to have consequences for like, you forget your homework, call your teacher, like let's have we problem solve. Mm-hmm. And his psych ed person said, the doctor was like, y- you have to help him. Mm-hmm. Like you have to do this. Mm-hmm. He can't do this. And I was like, interesting. Like, um, did she tell you, because I'm curious, did she tell you up until when? I guess when they they're old enough and they know themselves well enough to be able to advocate for themselves because yes yeah he's too young to be able to figure it out here's the hardest fucking thing about anything mental uh-huh. trial and error yeah, yeah I'm yeah. like when will it be too much trial and error right. I'm like when will try you know I will say though the, the most helpful thing in my life with every situation of like you know you got help you received it like you kind of have to throw a bunch of dart like you have to just yep. try yeah and I'm um, not be afraid of what it is and and, and I, as a parent if you try something and you decide it's not right and you switch your mind tomorrow that's totally, totally fine. fine um and you do know the answers if you listen but um I was gonna say that uh, with him, when she told me, you know, this is his brain. Mm-hmm. It will not change. Stop trying yeah. and interventions. I think that that was, and that's very hard to tell a child, mm. you know, because that's confusing. Like, like, but I don't know if they, they know, like you will never read like that. So let's stop trying mm-hmm. to read like that. And cause you don't want to decim like it's confusing, but mm-hmm. at least now I, I can solve a situation. Mm-hmm. So if you know what you're dealing with, mm-hmm. then you can help solve it. And I totally. think the hardest thing is for parents who don't want to do get tested or ask for help or all that shit. Um, how can you help them? You can't, I mm-hmm. could never, you know, I'm, I'm sort of mad that I waited this long to try to help him mm-hmm. because it's like, I told you to get a nanny, but mm-hmm. I waited this long to figure out how to help him because although he's been doing great, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like I waited a long time mm-hmm. for me to redo this. Mm-hmm. And I, you kind of feel like, why do we all do, why, mm-hmm. I guess we just deny, I don't know. Why do, we, why do we not do this sooner? You know, sometimes I think we really, um, we sometimes we forget, but we also like, we really, we really hope that the professionals in their lives will bring it to our attention. The ones that spend a lot of time with them. Um, I, I'll never been, I've never been so thankful. And the same thing happened to you for Max in grade one. But when that teacher called me in and, and basically told me, like, I've been looking at your daughter and I used to think she was intent, like trying, like just wasn't paying attention. So I tried it a bit, a bit with her. And then I realized 
she's not absorbing. I, I say like, that's a really, like people sometimes don't like that teacher. They find her kind of strict. They find her kind of cold. I'm like, the fact that she went she out of such her a way, blessing. like, and but that those things that she told me about my daughter are still to this day. And I would have never known that because in your household, like, you don't, it's not the same kind of a life, but in school, she's seeing like when the t- a teacher actually notices. So we kind of expect, because we have had people yeah. come and say, there's an ish. We expect that we're going to get a call from the teacher and say, Hey, I noticed something. I get, uh, yeah. But I mean, you, we kind of do, but you know, but you know what? I think in hindsight, what I can see is that, if your kid is slipping in a way, right? Like if you don't give a fuck about academics, if you care about academics, you're caring about all the wrong shit. In my opinion, I'm not an, I'm not an expert, but what you care about is their confidence. Yep. And when you, as a parent, if you can't feel them, mm-hmm. if you can't see them, mm-hmm. if you know that, like, you know, and I thought it was showing up in hockey, mm-hmm. like that's where it was really cracking for mm-hmm. me. And I was like, this is very, um, this is, this is interesting because Mm -hmm. this isn't usually how we operate and that's not how, so it's, they're not mature enough or, you know, I, I, it's like, he's, he was holding on like this by his fingernails, but he was keeping it together. So he looks fine. Mm -hmm. And the school's like, well, he's keeping up. Mm -hmm. Like everything's like fine, but Mm -hmm. you, we have to, as parents like go through the weeds and then be like, wait, where are you? Where are you? Because there's so many distractions when you have so many children that you can't actually see them. And, um, actually Chloe's teacher also emailed me and she's like everything okay (laughs) like that's so great she's like a lot of big emotions in grade two right now that's so great and I'm like yeah we're feeling them at home or it's all good but she isn't really great at math right now right and I think Mm -hmm. so her behavior is anger because she is good at everything yeah Chloe, her whole life has thought she is the prettiest, best at everything imagine if the first time you find out you're not the best at something like that yeah. would be hard. And also fucking amazing. amazing. That's what for I said. Like from, from like a personality, from a parenting you know, perspective. She lied to the teacher. Yeah. She lied. I'm like, I don't need help. I got yeah. this. And I'm like, no, isn't she brought the homework home again? And we did the whole fucking routine again of anger. And I was like. It's, it's so lucky that in grade, what grade is she in? Two. Two. That she is facing Trying. her first challenge. I guess the point is though, I would, could have gotten mad at her for her attitude and her being rude and mm-hmm. ain't like just like wreaking havoc mm-hmm. in the house but then when you work together and piece it together with the school you're like ah, there's the picture mm-hmm. it's like we and just like with tj you know why he's acting how he's acting mm-hmm. it's not because he's act like it's like our job to look beyond what we see surface as parents and go deeper but that's really hard to do mm-hmm. in most situations and if that comes with learning to you guys and your in your child in their actual and I'm situation not, I don't I don't I like I don't want to completely generalize but I can say like uh, what it seems like in my experience that kind of a thing like when you see your kid frustrated mad um, saying negative things about themselves um, I feel like in our case and and actually in a lot of cases of women I know I feel like women can understand that concept better whereas men it's like like, you're spoiling you're spoiling yeah it's like saying do you like do do you not think there's a reason I know that he is having such a fucking meltdown right now out of nowhere like I know that's I know you want to be mad and I know it's disrespectful I know it's not okay to happen in the house but why don't we think about like this doesn't happen big picture all the time 
what is bothering them on the inside that's making them feel like they need to express themselves in this way? Literally, they're buried in um, like a marsh and mm-hmm. you have to like get through the fucking, you have to weed whack and be like, oh, and they're not able to tell you. It's so crazy. And I, you know, I wonder like to bring it back to who we were, like, it's like you are, it's like, you know, sometimes childhood and teenhood is your, your most authentic self, even though it feels like you're so confused and so ass backwards, but you feel your feelings, you express them, you go against everything that everyone says the rules are like, uh, like you push everything. Like it's so liberating to watch. And then we grow up to put ourselves in these fucking boxes Mm -hmm. that are like, you know, fake in a lot of ways. And we get, we're more concerned about what people think about Mm -hmm. us than we were when we were teenagers, when we're supposed to think most about what people think about us. I I also think at this stage in our lives, there's more areas to be judged. So there's the area of our marriage. There's the area of us being moms or there's the area of how much money you have. There's the area of how smart your kid is, how athletic, Mm. like before we were just being judged for ourselves. Like dude. And if people don't think that, um, people are not impressed with what your kids achievements are like ask every conversation of you meet a parent. Oh, my kid got a scholarship too. like their, your, your achievements now become your children's achievements. Mm-hmm. So the pressure that is passed on and the conversations like, so my kids just might hear about university by them standing beside me, hearing another parent mm-hmm. say to me, and then everyone being like, whoa, that's so amazing. So the pressure might not be coming from me, but they no, just heard four people react to like how amazing and remarkable it is. They got early acceptance yeah. with us. Like, actually, Max did come home and tell me that. I who, forgot that. Who got it? His best friend's sister. Oh, yes, she did. With this, like you know, yeah. and everyone and everyone at the hockey rink was like, "Wow!" Which is rem- it is fucking you amazing. Know, but imagine in their heads. Wow! The um, on, I was at the hockey tournament, and a lot of kids, p- parents are there with their one kid, but they have other kids. Yeah. Every time, what ki- what uh, what team does your kid play for? You say. So like, what le- is it? A double A triple A. It's always like, what level is it at? And I understand that in that way, they're trying to make a connection of who they might know in um. that. Like, cause usually they're like, Oh, so do you know so-and-so like, they're not just simply asking. And I think that sometimes you're asking, you're like, what's your kid's like commitment level. So a lot of parents will say, I notice if their kid says just house league, just select, just basically like my kid isn't really committed to hockey, but like what a, what a is it always? What a is it? What a is it? So when, so where we live is like, uh, you have house league, you have select, you have single, double, triple. So that's how it goes. And it is always what level which one yep and then it and it sounds so cringe well by the way I, it's also dumb that three a's should be the top level i mean should be the bottom level <laughs> yeah, yeah. one a should be the, that's, yeah. that's just and then that's we have stupid stamp right there and what they do for the younger kids is they do colors very cute everybody knows what the top color is right red of course quite aggressive so, actually um but i do think that sometimes Honestly, if I ever want to know who's playing what, it's that I want to, like, I might know someone who's on a team. I, and I, like, I, could, I cannot name one other player on any, if, if, if your, your, your sons, you know, also only have one son, your sons know the, I didn't even know that the names. So I called Max, Max's team, mm-hmm. the team that plays in the NHL. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, it is the same name, isn't it? No, it's not. What's the NHL's team? Philadelphia. Aren't they the Flyers? Yeah, but like they have a different name. It's not like just the Flyers. Like they're the... Don't know the Flyers. Don't know the Flyers. Oh. So, but I call it Philadelphia. Of 
course. So I'm like, they plays for the. It's Phil- the same signal. I'm like, he plays for the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah, and. And Olivia's like, no, he doesn't. I'm like, yeah, he does. And then I, I have a brilliant, my son, he's 10 and he plays in the NHL. That's kind of fucking dying. Yeah. And then your son, um, the names, they know what league it is with yeah. the name. I thought, they know everything. I thought there was, I thought there was a, I, I know. I didn't I thought know that, that there was some different... of them don't have a triple and some. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, that was very. Confi- that's still. You know, I prefer to be. I, I prefer. I prefer. Yeah. I prefer that. I prefer to not know. I prefer to not know, except for the fact that you know you and, have to, you have three boys. Well, yeah, I have three boys, and it matters to every them. Level. <laughs> and they check. They check the standings. And you know, next year is already starting. It's so funny. So we obviously TJ will be going into the A's level, and. There has already been conversations happening. Like, even this, something got announced today. This morning, there's already texts going around. I, you know, I will say my husband has a dad chat and he is in, that is, that's, it's actually a big mind. Um, it's so nice. It's not in my domain. I really, I'm very, I'm really, cause I feel like it takes up a lot of people's lives. Like the teams that go, like, it feels like it's a lot and I don't, there's nothing, there's no, the only thing that I watch is his um, mental health on Mm -hmm. the ice Mm -hmm. and off the ice. And I'm just watching the mood and the correlation of his self-esteem. That's all I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. And, and it's very cute. He, that's his love language when I go. Mm -hmm. So when I go, he knows that I am like, I'm there for it. Like just when I'm there, he likes it. Well, um, it's also probably like, you know, as opposed to like dad who you're trying to impress and coaches who are hard on you having like you and you often come with girls. There's just these nice, like f- these nice fluffy people up there that they, don't give a and, shit how I'm playing and my apparently game. apparently we all wear pink. Like the three yeah, of us are in pink. You do. And they're like, here come the pink crew. Yeah. Like, so I guess we walk in like a harsh, like the three yeah. of us. I always have a squad with me. Tucker's yeah. sometimes. So they like, I had like three or four girls and then Tucker. And he's like, there's the fun people. <laughs> there's the people who don't give a shit. But when he's leaving, he's like this. Bye, mom. Bye, bye, mom. Mom, bye. Like four times, five times. Like, Don't look, leave. Like looking like, bye, mom, bye. Yeah. Bye. Like if I'm doing something, I have it's to stop. It's like, like you said, it would be so Max. nice on, if on every team, female. one of the coaches or assistant coaches was a female. Let's hope that that in the future happens a lot more. Like that more, I don't, I mean, I, I, yeah, because there are some, and it's always just so nice having a mom perspective. I think, or a, wom- a woman's I, perspective. I can't imagine the analysis of the locker room and everything if there was a woman in everyone, and how much she would be calling those man coaches in and being like, "Listen, this here's what's important here." Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Well, we um, that that was the roundup. If you can be your fucking self and authentic self, whatever that is, try to be your try to be your teenage self. That's basically what it is. That's probably when you were the most toddler self. Teenage self is probably when you were the most who you are. I never pee my pants more than when I was a teenager. I was high. I, I know, but just think about how much you resist what everyone wants you to be. Oh, I remember my mom's friends hated the way I dressed and one of them would tell me to my face that's amazing and I will never forget her saying that she was just like why do you wear these clothes because obviously you know how we used to wear we used to wear clothes why do you wear that and I was like fuck you rich lady I just uh, yeah I I just think I'm like and then we grow up and I think of how many people stayed where we were in the place of Mm -hmm. uh like not who they are Mm -hmm. and I think that's why a lot of people struggle when they try to get back to motherhood the hardest part for motherhood was like we were we were squares trying to fit into that circle Mm -hmm. and when you're trying to not be you on top of everything else that Mm -hmm. comes with it it's exhausting and that's the same thing that our kids have to do so often they try to fit into a place that doesn't fit and that it's in itself crazy 
is so much for them. So much for them. Yeah. So on top of all the other things and then growing up and having hormones and getting pubes because then there's the kids that are circles that fit into the circle and they still have a shit ton to deal with. Yeah. But don't you think that the people who don't fit might just grow up and know fucking a lot more about themselves than the people who fit? I actually know it for sure. So try not to fit. Yeah. That's that's your life lesson today. And think about who you were as your younger self. And are you still that person? And if somebody calls you weird, that's a compliment. So cute. Unless you're a creep. Chloe wants to get a necklace for her best friend that says weirdo one, weirdo two. I love it. She's like, can you get me weirdo one, weirdo two? I, I love, I love that. But the she's only not weird. issue is her older sister and her best friend are the fucking weirdos. I know. She's, uh, that's cute that she wants to be a weirdo. Weirdo one, weirdo two. It's on Amazon. She wants it for $34. Yeah, to, no, it's yeah. her older sister that's the weirdo. Weirdo one, weirdo two. She likes to be weird. Then she thinks she's weird. Anyways, yeah, she want, that's, you know what? That's how cool she is. She, fits, she, wants, she wants to be weird. She fits in just too well. She fits in too well that she yeah. wants to be weird. Yeah. And then no one else wants to be weird. Mm-hmm. But they go, of course, that's mm-hmm. how it goes. The mm-hmm. one who isn't weird is like, I'm weird. I, I am weird. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Does your older daughter know that your daughter, little daughter wants to be weird? Oh, they're, they're not in a good place but right do you, now. But Olivia. Do no, like, I'm, they can't even talk to each other I without fucking. They are at it. each other's throats. And Chloe gives dishes it back 10 times. Like, it's like I'm dealing with two teenagers, yeah. a seven-year-old and a 13-year-old. My daughter says her and her friends are the sassiest mine and her friends yeah yeah he's she's like literally yeah i feel like they look down on me yeah <laughs> yeah it's outrageous like i don't know i, I I'm, I'm scared but for- i i honestly think that's a lot of younger girls now well her and her other friend too they are just i just it is it is they are to be reckoned they are toe-to-toe toe-to-toe with me not afraid like, and this is my, this is me. This is, I, I, need, you, I need more are, time. These in are sense. my experiences. This is my life. Oh yeah. Oh mom, you have, it's not like that. It's not like that. Yeah. It's not like it was with you. She said that to me this morning. Yeah. How do you know that? No, Taylor says to me. Oh yeah. Cause like, I'll ask her question. It's not like that. Yeah. Seven years. You don't know. Seven years old. She told me that today. It's not like that. No. She was, you, you can't know that. No. She was, my grade two math is actually different than mm. what you ever did. And that's a fact because mm. math, the math is new. So you can't help me. I was like, oh, fuck off. And I think she's kind of right. And when they say, it is new you, math don't, you don't know and all that, and you don't like, it's not like that. That's what Olivia and Taylor say. It's, it's not like the way it was with you. I'm like, you're right. Like dating isn't the same. Friends aren't the same. No, like it's not the I'm same. Like, Just call them. It's not like that. Oh God. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll see y'all later. Um, let's go do a sex podcast. <laughs>